Welcome into the Committed to Christ podcast. This is Greg and Kelly. Greg and <laughs> Kelly Krawick. <laughs> Hope you all are doing well. How about a little small talk? I never know what to say when you start these things because I don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I mean, me, I'm very predictable. You, on the other hand, you just never know what's, what you're going to say. You're just throwing me off. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm trying to That's my goal. I know. to keep you on your toes. It is, Every too. podcast we do. Yeah, I asked you, Greg, what are we going to talk about on this podcast? Jesus. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, you never Man, know. There, there I, I may be. Knew. Well, Jesus will always be the number one subject that we talk about, but you never yes. know. We may bring in some other things. Well, that, here's that, the thing with me is... I'm not a scholar. You're not. No, I'm a real person. So when you tell me we're going to talk about Jesus, I'm like, okay, I can do that. But how deep are you going? Because I might have to look some things up first. Right. So that's what I I'm mean. a I'm a C plus man. So yeah. I'm, and I'm good with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not really. Seriously. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you can never know too much. You you never that's know true. enough. And, you and ever, I do. I do. Enjoy learning new things yeah. all the time. Man, all I got to do is open it up and start reading. And I'm like, why now, didn't I see this before? If, if I have to like pay to learn, uh, that's where <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> I don't want to pay to learn. Um, well, anyway, you know, I learned an interesting fact today. I know this we're, about you. We're just coming off of Thanksgiving weekend, which I have to return to my place of employment. And uh, what? Oh. <laughs> did I say that out loud? Wow! I didn't really mean it. I was. I, I think you did because I didn't mean it the way you took oh, it. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> yeah, but I just went with it uh, anyway. We'll have a discussion later when we're not recording. <laughs> anyway, I learned something interesting today in church uh, that oh, the average American the <laughs> eats forty five hundred calories during Thanksgiving. Now I have on the to, day. Uh, okay, that's because on I know the day. that's true because. I have been counting calories and you would be shocked at how many calories are in the things that you eat that you think, Oh, See, it's I just a little bit. It'll be okay. I don't even yeah, take that into later. account. I just eat it. I know. And when I'm full, I stop eating it. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. Even when I'm full, I may continue <laughs> a little bit to <laughs> I'm anyway, just indulge. Quiet. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. uh, the older I get, the, the better I need, I know I need to be doing in that area of my life. So God yeah. just never stops working on us, does I'm he? I'm telling you. No. But anyway, anyway, well, we're hoping that everyone that's listening had a great Thanksgiving. And if you are on the other side of the globe, Thanksgiving is a holiday here in the United States where we give thanks for God and everything that he has given us and our country and each other. And it's just a day of gratitude. And uh, we are forever grateful for everything the Lord has done for us. So. And we obviously eat. And we, yes, we celebrate with food, and as typical Americans, well, we celebrate with a lot of food. So, right. Anyway, I I wanted to talk about um, a little bit in Hebrews tonight, Hebrews chapter twelve. Yes. In the daily Bible that we are promoting on this podcast. Now. Oh, my chronological. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, I have a confession. So I was going to laugh when you said you were in talk about Jesus and you told me you were in Hebrews. I was like, oh, is that where we are? Because <laughs> no. I got stuck. I, I can't. You still? Listen, it's Jesus. <laughs> I can't stop. No, really. I, I read about him oh. and, and his life yeah. and then the days leading up to his death. And I can't. I, I was so depressed on Thanksgiving because it was like I, I was so sad. Like I, he died. 
you know, he was killed and, and he was such a good man and, and he was Jesus, he was God, you know, and like it just right. in my mind, I just think, oh my gosh, you know, over and over again, every, I, every time I read that, it's, it's like we killed him. We killed him. We're sinners and we killed him. Mm-hmm. And people didn't recognize who he was and, and it's heartbreaking. And so I, I get stuck and I, well, I think I, there's just more that he wants to show me. And I, so yeah, that's and, what and I, mean. I, and I know that you know this, but maybe someone that is listening doesn't know. But I mean, Jesus voluntarily yes. gave up his life to pay for our sin. Well, but it was know, us that, you know, it, brought him it, it, and to I the think, earth to have to do that. I think as as a Christian, as a person who believes in Jesus, um, we're supposed to pattern ourselves after him. And I think how I fail. And I think that's where I get mm-hmm. stuck and I have to just stop and think, wow. The, the thing that I that bothers me mm-hmm. is the stuff that I do that is willful. Right. That that scares me because there's there's I take I am guilty of taking advantage of God's grace and of God's forgiveness. Right. I am. I confess that to you and right. everyone that's listening. I mean, there have been times that I've gone, he'll forgive me. I can get by with this, you know, really. And that's, that's bad. I mean, that is bad. And, and, but that's, I'm being honest and um, that's sinful human nature. Right. We take advantage and, um, and, and I'm very, and later on I'm like, God, I am so, I'm so sorry. Right. I repent again of the same thing again. Yeah. And, and his, I know his love is greater than that. His grace extends far beyond that. Right. And, uh, but it, but I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, the sinful nature. I, I just, I, and, and I, and I know I'm not, I, I don't only speak for myself. I know there, everyone wrestles with that. Right. You know, it's not uncommon. And, um, well, anyway, to anyway, get back on, no, 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 but, but just... to bring this all back around what I've been reading about and to get you, to catch you up, <laughs> yeah, catch me. I'll be there. Yeah, you I'll, will. Tomorrow when I'm home by myself. Right. Is, is oh. the cross. And um, reading about how they crucified him, and you know that's one thing that I I think that we have kind of gotten away from in church, in, in our churches right. is the preaching of the cross and the power of right. the cross, and I I think we need to get back to that because that is the whole that is the whole central focus and point of Christianity. Right. Is Jesus' death on the cross, but also his resurrection. Yeah, why he did it. Exactly, right. why he did it. So I just wanted to just cover um, just a few verses here in uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. And it says, uh, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. And I just... That 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 is so deep, yeah. right there. And I, I just, if we can just kind of run through there real quick, I just want to break it down. Is that a- yeah? I and I pulled up the Passion Translation. Okay. Because when I I have the I, I usually read from the English Standard Version, and mm-hmm. sometimes it I, you read the New International Version, I did. and that was good. Um, I, interestingly enough, in the third verse, it it said, 
that you won't become worn down and cave in under life's pressures. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, you it basically was the same thing you said, but, but so, so, much, clear, weary. so right. much clearly, clearer, clearer to understand, mm-hmm. you know, anyway, go ahead. And no, oh, no, I got you in, in start. Well, in verse one, it says we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Now, there's a there's a really cool uh, side note in my Bible that I want to read that kind of just brings it all home okay. for verse one. It says, using uh, the analogy of a race, the writer who, who wrote this in, in Hebrews here, uh, described earlier heroes of the faith as seated in a stadium. So if you can imagine that, right, right. a stadium, cheering us on to the finish line. The testimony of their lives of faith is their witness. The record they left behind, the cheers from a grandstand, can encourage us to persevere in our faith. And if you if you think about you know people that you know that have died that have left a legacy, right? Right. They're they've gone on. They're with Jesus. They're in heaven. They're waiting for us to get there. If you look back at their lives and you see the difference in the changes that they made in in the world and 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 for the kingdom of God. That encourages me, right? You know, to to stay at it, to stay, at, you know, at run the race that God has has called you to run, persevere in that. And it says it says in the Passion Translation that there will be that then we will be able to run life's marathon race with passion mm-hmm. and determination. Sure, and that's like with passion, you know, right. not just running it to get to the end, mm-hmm. you know, but but passionately chasing after, right. Because, because yeah. I know, because this is, can I, if I, if it's okay, I can speak of your mother, because it's fresh. Right. She lived a powerful life for Christ. Right. I mean, she was a real human being. She had fun. That was right. I mean, right. She said, "I'd love to have fun." Right. <laughs> and we'd love to have fun with her. But she touched so many lives and changed lives. I mean, she did, you know, Bible studies and women's group. I mean, all that stuff. And you look back at that, and you're like, I want to be like her. Well, and one thing that God has shown me in just the last, because I, I because I got stopped in Jesus' life, I I got stuck on the foot washing thing, and I talked to you a little bit about that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Jesus washed the disciples' feet, and for me, it was like I will never wash anyone's feet. There's just <laughs> no way I don't like feet, and and to me, it was almost like. You're doing that was there, a, huh? a no it was like i'm your you know like subservient or you know i'm <laughs> submissive to this person and and they're they think they're better than i'm i'm re- elevating them and uh, you know all this in my mind just just because i've seen it done and sometimes the way people react to it or the things that they say i just didn't understand it and what god showed me was that the submission is like submitting to Christ mm-hmm. because we're supposed to be a servant. It's not about the person that I'm washing their feet. It's not about their feet. It's right. not about them. It's about me being in the position God told me to be in. The thing about my mother was that, and the great thing about my mother that anybody who knew her would say, and when I look at her life, it was a life of servanthood. Yeah. She was a servant. Right. She never put herself before someone else. People called her and she would just listen. You know, like, and that's what Jesus, Jesus did. You know, he knew, so you could go to him. You could, he, they, he loved. And that's what a servant does. A servant loves, Mm -hmm. you know, you run the race with passion, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. So verse two says, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, 
For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now, I was thinking about that. Okay, how could, how could Jesus find joy and go into the cross? Like, he did that willingly. What joy could he possibly have gotten out of that? Well, in the and, Passion Translation, it says, knowing that you would be his. Yeah, right. He endured the right. agony of the cross and conquered its, humili- its humiliation. And now sits exalted at the hand of the throne. So it, he, his joy was knowing, is you we were and his. me. Yes, yes. Wow, isn't right? that amazing? It is. That's the joy. Yeah. That here is the gift. I am dying for the world. I'm paying the debt for sin. Well, and he's paying the debt for for people who hated him. Right. He's paying the debt for people who killed him. Right. You know how? That's what I mean. Is that's that's why I get stuck and I can't go any further because I realize what a wretch. Right. I am. I look at the the way I've lived my life mm-hmm. and there are so many things that I could have done differently. Mm-hmm. And how how can he forgive? How can he love? How can how could it be me that you thought about? Right. But he did. Mm-hmm. And that's what he shows me. It's like it's so complex but yet so simple. Right. You know that that just that thought, yeah, that that I was on his mind. I mean, I could easily be one of the soldiers driving yeah. the nail through his, yes. his wrist. Yes, his hand, and thinking right? you're doing the right thing. I mean, it makes you think of Paul, right? you know, the way he was. It, and I'm, I could jump ahead because I already know all that. <laughs> once, it, once Jesus dies, I've, we've been through the book of Acts so many times. But, but like, that's it. You know, like, Paul thought he was doing the right thing. And maybe there were some of those Pharisees that really believed they were doing the right thing. Yeah. Because they read the scriptures and they missed things and they thought that he was blaspheming. And then when it happened, mm-hmm. I mean, that that magnitude of realization yeah. for them that he really was who he said he was. Yep. And they missed it and they killed him, you know, but. But let me tell you, there's good news. There is. Yes. <laughs> he rose from the dead. He's alive today. Yes. He's seated at the right hand yes. of God, just as verse two said. Hallelujah. And making intercession for us. Yes. And to give you a, a spoiler alert, uh, you'll catch up in Acts, in the book of Acts. Yeah. yeah. I know. The gospel spreading. Wins. I know. Right. It's yes, powerful. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know it, but I always get stopped there. I don't ever want to not get stopped right. in realizing I think it's so important as as believers yeah. that we realize every day how wonderful God is, how much of a wretch we are without him. You know, that's it. That's what, what he keeps bringing me back to is like, no, Kelly, I want you to see this and I want you to see this. And if we're busy doing what he wants us to do and, and we're, we're growing in him, we don't have time to look at other people. And point fingers or judge. Right. You know, it's like we, we don't have time. Right. We're too busy fixing the things he wants us to fix in our right. own life. Right. And moving on to verse three here. So if you're struggling with uh, having a pity party for yourself, verse yes. three is the verse for you. <laughs> uh, it says, consider him who endured such opposition from sinners yeah. so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Imagine Jesus. And not cave under King of pressures. kings and Lord of lords. That's right. You can do this. You can do this. Amen. Because he's with you. Amen. Right. That's good. That's right. encouraging. And I remember I'm reading, you know, when he was in the garden and he, you know, Peter, I'm not going to deny you. Oh, I would never deny man. you. I, and he was so, so sure and, and so sure who Jesus was. You know, he cut the the guy's he, ear, yeah, off, the ear and, off and right. and Jesus healed it. And he's like, no, put your sword down. Right. You know, Peter was so sure 
you know, and but he wasn't, mm-hmm. and he and he was he he fell away. Right. But isn't Jesus just so wonderful? Amen. That that there's always that redemption. There's Even, always that. The, okay. Okay. <laughs> rabbit hole number one. Okay. Okay. I know. So, I don't. I do rabbit hole. It's okay. So okay. um, when he cut the ear off that guy and Jesus picked it up and put it back on the I know. soldier. Yeah. I mean, don't you think? There's a whole sermon right there. I mean, yeah. What was I mean, that guy standing thinking? there? Thinking no. we're about to go arrest this guy. He just healed somebody's ear that was laying on the ground in the dirt. And he picked it up and put it back on his head. Well, it makes me wonder, that soldier, did he even finish following? Did, right. did he just stop in the garden and be yeah. like, whoa, wait, I can't, I can't do this. That because, because it was natural and it was a normal reaction for Peter to want to be, for anger to come out, for, for you know, to protect Jesus. He, he was doing something that any of those soldiers would have done yeah. for their person, right. right? Right. And so that soldier had to be thinking, wait a minute, this man that we're going to take to prison just healed me. Right. How, how, what an impact that had to make. Right. I mean, you don't hear because about all that. I, I would imagine, okay, rabbit hole number two. Yes. <laughs> uh, I would imagine that Peter was probably felt like they had, I mean, they could win this battle right. with these guys. Okay. He walked on the water. He saw Jesus transfigured. Well, he, Jesus he saw could. all these miracles. Well, Jesus I mean, said that right. too. If I wanted to, right, you know, I don't need you to fight my battles right now. I could call on God yes. and he could, he, he could say, yes, legions of angels. Right. So he could have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what Peter was thinking. I think even though they knew because they had heard Jesus say, I'm going to die, that I'm going to go, that I'm going to leave you. I don't think they realized when it was going to happen because they really still did in a way believe that he was going to be this big savior, yeah. th- this big king that was going to stop. Political, and ch- yes. Political. Yeah, they were figure, making it yeah. political. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they missed it because of that. Right. And they reacted you know, in typical human form. But they'll get their wish yes. because someday it will yes. be political it and will. spiritual both. He's going to have all the bases covered. Yeah. So anyway, wow. I know. I, I'm sorry. I get, but said, I, I know, I know I'm going to get to where you are. I am. I just had to dwell <laughs> a little bit in the spot where God just, because I'm journaling you, you, too. And it's, well, eventually, if you stay where you are <laughs> next year, you can no, start I'll to read and up. catch up. So I'll catch anyway, up. Thank you all so much for listening yes. to us on the Committed to Christ podcast. We love you. We hope that this is encouraging to you. Yes, keep chasing after Jesus. He has got a plan. Amen. Amen. And we will talk to you all next time.